wrestle not against flesh and blood. Victory is a goal for every battle. Get set for an empowerment to conquer in the battles of life as you listen to Encounter with the Truth by Pastor Sami. We are looking at the subject, I am destined to win. And this is a part two of that series. I want to begin by saying that the grounds on which life is lived is a battleground. Life is warfare. As our grandfather will put it, that it is not fanfare. Whether you believe it or not, there is an enemy that has waged war, declared war. against your life. Every one of us here, we are in a certain battle in one way or the other. Some of us have just begun fighting some battles in our families. Some of us have conquered in some battles. But we are still fighting. Hallelujah. In Ephesians chapter 6 verses 12. Ephesians chapter 6 verses 12. He said, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Verses 13. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that you will be able to stand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand. Praise the Lord. We are wrestling with spiritual beings. There are demonic forces that we are fighting with. Whether you believe it, you understand it or not, these forces are fighting you. The moment you become born again, the devil has declared war over your life. The reason why a lot of people go through the kind of things they go through is because there is a certain battle over their lives which they have refused to fight. 
Anytime God will speak a word to a people, the devil will go to work to oppose that word. In Deuteronomy chapter 2 verses 24, God told the Israelites, I have given you this land. But he said, before you can possess that land, contend with the enemies on the land. He said, rise ye up. Take your journey. Pass over the river of Anon. Behold, I have given thy hand Sihon, the Amorite, the king of Hezbon, and his land. Begin to possess it and contend with him in battle. Any time that God will give you a prophetic word, there is a battle that you must fight for that prophetic word to come to pass. That is why Paul told Timothy that you must wage war because of these prophecies that you have received. This year, you and me, we have received a certain prophetic word. Understand that before that prophetic word will come to pass, there is a battle that you must fight. If you are not ready to engage in that battle, there is no way you will see the fulfillment of that prophetic word. Praise the Lord. So you must understand that there is a battle that you are fighting. But the good news is that once the believer is ready to fight, God has already declared triumph for the believer. If you will be responsible and be ready to fight, God has already declared the end of that battle. And that battle, the end is to your advantage. So in Isaiah chapter 54 verses 17, he said there is no weapon that is formed against you that shall prosper. Every tongue that rises up against you, you shall condemn. I pray over your life this morning. May every weapon that is declared against your life be destroyed in the name of Jesus Christ. In 2 Corinthians chapter 2 verses 14. The Bible said that thanks be unto God who always causes us to triumph. So as long as you are ready to engage in this battle, there is triumph for you. And I pray that this morning, as the word of God comes to you, may you have triumph over your enemies all through the year. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ.
in the battle, what we are learning on the Sundays is that there are some armors that we must put on. There are weapons that we must carry in order for us to prevail in this battle. Last week we looked at the armor of righteousness. And today we want to look at one of such armors that we must engage for triumph all the time. Romans chapter 13 verses 12. Romans 13 verse 12. It said the night is far spent. The day is at hand. Let us therefore cast off the works of darkness. And let us put on the armor of light. Praise the Lord. 2 Corinthians chapter 6 verses 11. Sorry, chapter 6 verses 7. 2 Corinthians 6 verses 7. He said, by the word of truth, by the power of God, by the armor of righteousness, on the right hand and on the left hand. One armor that we are looking at this morning, that all through the year you must put on, is the armor of light or the armor of truth. Praise the Lord. The armor of light or the armor of truth. In John chapter 1, verses 1 to 5. John chapter 1. In the beginning was the word. And the word was with God. And the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him. Without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life. The life was the light of men. The light shined in darkness. And the darkness comprehended it not. Praise the Lord. When we talk about the armor of light, what, what do we mean? What is the armor of light? The armor of light is simply revelation from scriptures. So I'll be using them when I talk about the armor of light. It's the same as the word of God. The armor of light is the same as the word of God. So the armor of light is the discoveries or the secrets that God unfolds to us in the Bible. One of the powerful armors that gives every believer triumph over the enemy is the Bible, the word of God. 
in John chapter 8 verses 32. You shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Freedom from every harassment of the enemy is rooted in the word of God. A lot of people are not able to triumph over the enemy because we have not put on the armor of light, which is the word of God. We have a lot of Christians who are wordless. They are only interested in people praying for them. They don't carry enough of the word of God inside them. That is why they are not able to triumph over the enemy. You shall know the truth. And the truth shall bring you freedom. I pray in the name of Jesus. That this morning. All through the year. As you put on the armor of light. May the Lord give you triumph over the enemy. In the name of Jesus Christ. You cannot be a believer and you spend most of your time on Facebook on unnecessary things and you don't give any time to the word of God. If you can overcome the enemy you must carry the armor of light. We saw it in the ministry of Jesus. When Jesus was tempted, the armor that he carried to be able to overcome the devil was the armor of the word of God. Praise the Lord. Nowadays, I remember those times in church where we used to do memory verse. Maybe if right now we let the ushers stand in front of the gate and we say that before you go home, you give us 10 scriptures, it will be a problem for a lot of people. But we can spend time on television, be able to narrate everything that we watch, but we don't have time for the word of God. That is the reason why we have so many Christians who are not full of the power of God. I pray in the name of Jesus. You will carry that armor in the name of Jesus Christ. What is in the armor of light or what is in the word of God that makes it so powerful? Number one. In the word of God are elements and weapons for triumph. One of such elements or weapons is that in the word of God is the fire of God. In Jeremiah chapter 23 verses 29 
He said, is my word not like fire? Is my word not as fire? Any time that we carry the armor of light, which is the word of God, we carry a certain element of the fire of God, which is rooted in his word. And if you want to be triumph, you want to have triumph over the enemy, one of the things you must carry in your spirit is the fire of God. I was reading uh, a book by the chairman of Pentecost, the former one. They wrote a book on, on him. And in one of his testimonies, he was posted to one of the villages in the northern region. And when he went there, the moment he arrived, the elders of the church came to see him and said, Pastor, this town that you have come, you must be very careful. There are a lot of witches here. They killed the pastor who you replaced. He said he didn't say anything to them. He started night prayers. And he said he was always releasing fire. One afternoon, one occultist or fetish priest in the, in the town <clears throat> confronted him and said, if you don't stop this, your night prayers, I will kill you. And the man left. He said he didn't say anything. So he said one day he was there. And then this fetish priest with a lot of people following him. They were having church service. Entered the church. And told the pastor that today we will see who is powerful. The pastor said he was looking at him. Then the occultist or priest took a maze in the hand, started doing incantations, and then immediately the maze germinated in his hand. As soon as he did that, Apostle Onina said, If I am a man that has been sent by God, let fire consume this maze in your hand. And he said, immediately, they didn't see any fire. But the thing left, fell from the hand of the occultist. And the hand started to wither. And then all the people he came started running away. And he placed his hand on him and said, in the name of Jesus, I deliver you. Instantly, the man gave his life to Christ. And if you are clapping, clap well. And the man now is an elder in one of the churches in Pentecost. You cannot carry fire 
and be destroyed by devils. A lot of people don't carry fire. That is why we go through the kind of things that we go through. And it is because we don't give ourselves to the word of God. In the word of God is the fire of the Holy Ghost. The more you are releasing fire, you are releasing the word of God into you. The more you are releasing fire, the more you are burning like fire. I pray in the name of Jesus. You will have more of the word and be a firebrand Christian in the name of Jesus Christ. One of the pastors, he said, my friends, he was there in the office. And then, three people came to him and said, please, pastor, is this Mr. A in your church? He said, yes, he's a member in my church. He said, okay, we have come. We are his landlords. We have come to give his money to you. So call him and tell him that we don't want him to stay in our house anymore. And the pastor asked, why? He said, ever since that he came to our house. He said, all the three of us here, we are witches, we are wizards. We are not able to fly anymore. He will be disturbing us with night prayers. Anytime he starts praying, he said, we can't fly. We can't have our meetings anymore. He told him, we are not here to contest him. All that we want to say is that we don't want him to stay in our house again. So call him. Give this money to him. And the pastor said, at, for once, he was happy. Because at least he has one member who is full of fire. Who can stop the meeting of witches. This year, you will carry that fire in the name of Jesus Christ. In the word of God is fire. Number two. One element in the word of God. Is that in the word of God. Is water. In the word of God. Ephesians chapter 5 verse 26. Ephesians chapter 5 verse 26. That he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word. So here Paul explains to us that the word of God is a spiritual water. And in Matthew chapter 12 verses 43 to 45. Matthew chapter 12 verses 43 to 45. In the teachings of Jesus about demons. He said, when the unclean spirit is gone out of a man. He walks through dry places seeking to rest and find none. So in the spirit, the habitations of demons are spiritual dry places. 
So he said that when an evil spirit is cast from somebody, the place that they dwell is spiritual dry places. So when you carry the armor of the word, what the word does is that it releases water, water, water into your environment to make your environment uncomfortable for the devil to dwell. Hallelujah. So everyone who carries the word, if you carry the word in your marriage, you carry the word in your finances. You carry the word when it comes to the management of your home and your children. What happens is that there is a spiritual water that is poured around you. And because demons do not live in wet places, they cannot have access to those areas of your life. A lot of people are in bondage. In certain areas of their lives, because the word that will water their environment is not in them. I pray in the name of Jesus. Every spiritual dryness and emptiness as you carry the armor of light let the word of God water your environment in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. So in the word is water. Number two, number three. The word of God is also a spiritual road. I am talking about the elements and the weapons in the word of God that makes the word of God powerful. The word of God is a spiritual rod. In Exodus chapter 4 verses 17. When God called Moses, he said, And thou shalt take this rod in thy hand, wherewith you shall do signs and wonders. So when God called Moses, what God gave Moses was a rod. And he said, with that rod, he will do signs and wonders. In Isaiah chapter 11, verses 1 to 3, when God was talking Isaiah was giving a prophecy about Jesus Christ. He said, Jesus is a rod that will come out of the stem of Jesse. So the Bible describes Jesus as a rod. And we know in John chapter 1 verses 1 that Jesus is the word. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. So if Jesus is the word 
And Jesus is described as a rod. It tells us that in the word of God is a spiritual rod that makes a man to do signs and wonders. May God give you those rods in your hands in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We saw in the ministry of Moses where Moses appeared before Pharaoh and the Bible said the Egyptians of Pharaoh they cast their rod on the ground and the rod turned into a snake. Immediately Moses also put his rod that God gave to him on the ground. And that rod also turned into a snake that swallowed the rods of the magicians. When you carry the rod of the word, it is able to swallow every demonic thing out of your life. This morning in the name of Jesus by the rod of the word. Every plantings of evil in your life. Let them be swallowed by the word in the name of Jesus Christ. Just as the rod which is the word that God gave to Moses. Was able to swallow the snakes, the rods of the magicians of Pharaoh. When you carry the rod of the word, there is no enemy that the word cannot swallow. Praise the Lord. Somewhere we saw in the ministry of Moses that the Bible said he stretched the rod and an east wind blew locusts into the land of Egypt to come and consume the people. Praise the Lord. So the rod has power to blow locusts to eat every devil that is eating your life. That is the power in the word of God. Praise the Lord. The word has power to gather and the word has power to scatter. I pray in the name of Jesus, every works of evil in your life, may the rod of the word scatter them out of your life in the name of Jesus Christ. So the word is a rod. And finally, in the word, or the word is a spiritual stone. Matthew chapter 21 verses 42 to 43. This one was talking about Jesus. Jesus said unto them, Did you never read in the scriptures the stone which the builders rejected? The same is become the head of the corner. This is the Lord's doing and it is marvelous in our eyes. Therefore I say, say I unto you, 
the kingdom of God shall be taken from you and given to a nation, bringing forth the fruits thereof. And look, he said, whosoever shall fall on this stone shall be broken. But on whomsoever it shall fall, it shall grind him to powder. He is talking about the cornerstone. And that cornerstone is Jesus. And we know that Jesus is the word. And he says that anybody that the word of God, that spiritual stone, falls on. He said that person shall be broken into pieces. And then it shall grind him into powder. Spiritual stone. We have not understood and known the power in the word of God. That is why we allow certain things to overcome us. The stone in the word is able to crush any devil. The stone in the word is able to break anything into pieces. May that stone break everything of the enemy in your life into pieces in the name of Jesus Christ. Like that stone that was able to bring down Goliath. May the power in the word of God bring down every giant, every situation that is mocking your destiny in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. What is in the armor of light that makes it powerful? Number two, in the armor of light is dominion over darkness. Dominion over darkness. Everywhere there is darkness, when light appears, the darkness disappears. When you are full of the word of God, any works from the kingdom of darkness, that light gives you dominion over that darkness. You know, a lot of people go through dark experiences. One of the things that darkness does is that in darkness, darkness is able to cover a people. You are there, but people don't know you are there. Darkness experience. It takes the power of the word, which is light, to be able to break and remove every cover of darkness for you to have triumph. A lot of people get buried. I always tell people that you can be talented, you can have the potential and still be covered and nobody knows you. There are a lot of people with great potentials. But the power of darkness has covered them. Praise the Lord. The testimony of Bishop Oedepo, he said that when they started their church and things were not working for them, they started to pray. 
And whilst they were praying, God said, come out. He went out and said, look on top of the roof. And he said, on top of the roof, there was a thick darkness on top of the roof. And God told him, this is the reason why the church is not growing. And he started rebuking that darkness. He started rebuking that darkness. And he said, he saw that the darkness rolled like a mat. And from that time, things started to work for the church. Because when light appears, darkness disappears. And he said, the darkness had covered the church. So people were not seen. One Sunday, one new member came to give a testimony and said that before, he thought that that church was uh, uh, are you, are, are, are you? those who wear white, white. Because every time he's passing, he sees people in white. So he thought that it was that kind of church. Meanwhile, in that church, nobody wears that kind of dress he was talking about. The darkness had covered the church. Every darkness that has covered your destiny. In the name of Jesus. May the light of the word. Give you dominion over that darkness in the name of Jesus Christ. The darkness can misrepresent the people. One person who gave his testimony went for uh, one of these healing meetings in Perez Chapel. He's a young girl. She's a young girl in the 30s. And she said that she has struggled anybody who comes to marry her then the person will later, when everything is getting to work, the, the person will later disappear. Disappoint her. He went and God opened the eyes of the prophet. And he saw that in the spirit, he had been covered and then he looked like an old lady. When he rebuked that darkness. Now. Her testimony was completed. Praise the Lord. A lot of dark experiences. That you are there. But nobody knows. Praise the Lord. Your business has been covered. Your children have been covered. Anything that you do, it doesn't work. You know, you are doing all the things that you know to do. But things are not working. Darkness has covered it. It will take the revelation of the word of God. To break that darkness. You know, one thing about light is that, you know, a lot of things happen which are full of mysteries that we don't understand. 
and it will take the revelation of a higher mystery for those things to be dissolved. Praise the Lord. Somebody has been going to church all the time doing the things that he's supposed to do. But any time that he has to get a breakthrough job appointment, then he says that something happens and there is a disappointment. So one time he came to church. The pastor was preaching. And he said, whilst the pastor was preaching, one particular name, who is an uncle in his family, kept on speaking into his ears. And he started, he said after church, in the home, he started to pray about it. In the night when he slept, he had a dream. And in the dream, there were people in a queue. They were taking some gift. When you go, they will give you something. When it got to his turn, somebody who looked just like him jumped from nowhere and snatched the thing that he was supposed to take and then moved away from the queue. Then later, when he saw in the dream, that person had turned into that uncle. And then he said, one night, he took a tape that his pastor preached on vengeance. Whilst the tape, the preaching was going on, he was also praying. He was praying alongside. Then he had a call that the mother said they have called him the uncle is dying. So he should come and pray for the uncle. And he told them, you think I am mad, I am a fool. <laughs> it was the prayer through the revelations of the word that was dealing with the mystery behind his disappointment. When you carry mysteries, that is the word of God. It is able to unfold and ravel every mystery that is making you go through all the hardships in life. I pray may God give you dominion over every dark experience in your life in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. You know, when people are in darkness, one of the disadvantages in moving in darkness is that you move in danger. You can hit anything at any time. You are at a disadvantage of moving into danger because of darkness. So a lot of people go through the kind of dangers they go through because of the darkness that has covered them. But light destroys every works of darkness. 
I pray that by the light of the word, your life will never crash in the name of Jesus Christ. Number three, light in the word brings speed. Acceleration. The word of God is able to break every yoke of delays. Psalm 147 verse 15, he said, your word runs with speed. Your word runs with speed. It runs swiftly. Hallelujah. So in the word of God is speed. Those of us who drive, I remember one of the times when we were in school, we went for missions in one village. And the car that we were driving had no good lights. The lights were not working. We preached in the village and it was at night. We had to come back to Winneba. Because we were not having light, the one driving had to drive slowly. And to the glory of God or whatever, we had one man who was using a Land Cruiser with floodlights who passed us. And we told our driver, follow him. We were using his lights. You know, that day, there were three lessons I learned. It got to a point, the man had to branch to the left. <laughs> and we had to continue straight to Winneba. And when he branched, we had to move at a slow pace again. That is the work of darkness. So I said I learned three things. I realized that number one, when you don't have light, it slows your movement. The speed at which you are supposed to move, you are not able to move at that pace. What could have happened maybe in 30 minutes in your life? It may take days. So revelation of scriptures breaks yoke of delays, jokes of lateness, jokes of slowness. The second thing I learned, because we were not seeing uh, our way forward, we were hitting portals like that. Goom, 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 goom. When you lack revelation, <laughs> a lot of people have fallen into so many holes, portals, that have destroyed their lives. And the other thing I learned is that who you associate with determines the speed that you can go. Because we decided to follow the man with Land Cruiser with flood lights. 
we were able to move with speed. Another lesson I learned is that it is not enough to always depend on somebody's light. It is not enough for you to depend on somebody's revelation all the time. That as a Christian, you must also learn the word of God for yourself. We were depending on his light, his revelation. It got to a point, he had to branch and we were left alone. A lot of believers only depend on the revelations of their pastors and their leaders. So every small thing, if they can't reach their pastor, if they can't reach their leader, then there is trouble. But at least you must carry some small light and small word be for first aid. Those of us who have been here for long, there was a brother when we were at Harbor. He was not committed. One of the times, Sundays, that brother is dead now. He was working and he fell down from the top of the building to the floor and was rushed to the hospital. And at that moment, he was dying. And they were trying to call Papa. You know, mostly when we come to church, all the leaders, everybody will put our phones up. He was calling him. He was not reaching him. He was calling every leader. He wasn't reaching anybody. At least if he had some first aid. That first aid would have given him some strength before he will reach a higher power. But because there was no first aid, he died just like that. There may be times that you'll be confronted with challenges and troubles. That you are reaching Papa and the phone is off. Does it mean you will sit down for the enemy to triumph over you? You must carry some light in order for you to prevail over the enemy. I pray that God will give you speed this year in the name of Jesus Christ. Something that would have happened in the first three months. You will not get it in two years in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. May the word of God give you speed in the name of Jesus Christ. Speedy accomplishments. Praise the Lord. Number four. The light in the word of God brings recovery and restoration. Praise the Lord. You know, these things I'm teaching, they are practical. You can relate them in our houses. If you have something missing in the dark, the moment we switch on light, it is easy for us to be able to recover. And sometimes the good news is that when you find what is missing, 
you will find other things that you may also need. One time, I had a coin in my hand and then it fell under our chair. And then, quickly, I had a touch, this phone touch light. Use it to look under our chair. And then I was able to recover the lost coin. And you know, under the chair were some other things that I have been looking for for days that were all hidden under the chair. Praise the Lord. When you carry light, that is how it is. Sometimes what the devil took or what is missing is your marriage. You switch on the light, God gives you marriage and you don't only get married, you get other things in return. That is why the Bible said, when a thief is caught, he does not only restore what he stole, but he is made to restore in sevenfold. You lost your money. The revelation of the word will not only give you the money. It will give you other blessings. The revelation of the word. Praise the Lord. And the last one I'll talk about is that in the word of God are also nutritional values. There are nutrients. In Yanindro. Hallelujah. Inside the word of God. You know, when Jesus again was teaching about demons, in Luke chapter 11, verses 21 downwards. Luke chapter 11, verse 21, he said, When a strong man armed keepeth his palace, his goods are in peace. But when a stronger than he shall come upon him and overcome him, he taketh from him all his armor, wherein he trusted and divided his spoil. For you to be able to overcome the devil, you must have some spiritual macho inside you. You must be stronger to be able to overcome him. In the natural, one way we build our muscles and we become macho. You know these macho people, the kind of food they can eat. Praise the Lord. The food we eat is what develops our muscles. Amongst other things like exercise and lifting up of metals. You, the believer, our spiritual food is the word of God. So in 1 Peter chapter 2, verses 2, he says the word of God is milk. Somewhere he says the word of God is meat. 
Somewhere he says the word of God is strong meat. The word of God brings growth, spiritual growth, spiritual development. If you are a Christian and you don't like the word of God, you, 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 you will suffer from spiritual koshoko and all kinds of diseases. Praise the Lord. Just as a baby is born, and what will make the baby develop is breast milk, and the kind of food that the baby is eating, is the same way you, the believer, what will make you grow in the Lord, what will make you a spiritual macho man, a spiritual macho woman, it's the word of God that you eat into your spirit. In Daniel chapter 11 verses 32. He said those that do know their God they shall be strong. Knowledge of scriptures. Knowledge of scriptures. Is what makes you strong in the spirit. If you want to be able to defeat and have triumph over the enemy, you must always be stronger by feeding on the word of God. Other than that, you will suffer embarrassment like the sons of Sceva. They saw that Paul was casting out devils. And one day they also caught somebody who is possessed with demons. And they laid hands on him and said, in the name of Jesus that Paul preached. Out! And the demon started laughing. The demon replied back, he said, Jesus I know. Paul too, I acknowledge that he's a heavyweight in the spirit. He said, you two people, who are you? And the Bible said the demon pounced on them and chased them and beat them till they became naked. If you don't want to suffer embarrassment, you want to have triumph over demons, increase your spiritual level by becoming strong. You know in the spirit there are, there are ranks so heavyweight, lightweight. When we were in, in Winneba, we went for a crusade. And when the person finished preaching, we were praying for somebody who had evil spirits. And we prayed for that person, the vampire man. Out, out, out. Hours, about one hour, they have finished the crusade. We are still casting out. And whilst we were struggling, there was an old man who had fasted. He was walking and coming like this. Coming like this. When he got there, then he said, out. 
the person fell down and that was all. From that time, you will know that there are ranks in the spirit. We had been praying for about two hours, casting a demon. And he will be laughing at us. So, then you'll be saying some things. He didn't say even in the name of Jesus. He said, out. <laughs> and that was all. Praise the Lord. If you want that kind of power and authority, you must give yourself to the word of God. Praise the Lord. Because the word of God carries nutrients. I pray in the name of Jesus that the power in the word of God will always give you triumph in the name of Jesus Christ. Quickly, how do we come into contact with light, revelation in the word of God? How do we position ourselves? Number one, the first thing I'll talk about is that you must be born again. If you are not born again, John chapter 3 verse 3, except a man is born in the spirit, he cannot see. That is what Jesus told Nicodemus. Except a man is born in the spirit, he cannot see the mysteries in the kingdom. It is the same way in the natural. Just as science people will tell us that when a child is not born in the womb, cannot see. It is after birth, the baby begins to see. If you don't have any relationship with Jesus, you are not a Christian. There is no way you can see mysteries or light in the word of God. When you take it, it will just be like a storybook. It doesn't minister to you. Like one of the times somebody asks, one pastor asks him, what the name of, you mentioned, I think Noah or somebody's mother's name. And I was like, what is the name of Noah's mother? What will it do to me? If you are not born again, this one becomes like a storybook. So the first thing is that you must be born again. Number two, you must be a lover of God. <clears throat> First Corinthians chapter 2 verses 9. Eyes have not seen. Ears have not heard. The heart has not perceived. The very things that God has prepared for those who love him. <clears throat> if you love God, he will always make his mysteries available to you. Nobody reveals secrets to his enemy. You only reveal secrets to people you love. People are very close to you. If you want this book to give you light, power, one of the things you must do is that you must position yourself to be a lover of God. By a lover of God we mean the interest of God is your interest. By love for God we mean so winning. 
Because that is the heartbeat of God. When you see people are in love, one of the things that they do is that nowadays with this social media, you see them, they, they, they place them as a, at their profile pictures. They put them at their status. What are they trying to do? They want people to see that I love this one. It's the same way if you love Jesus. You will market him. You will display him as your profile picture. You will talk to other people about him. Praise the Lord. If you love God, when people are in love, they are always in each other's presence. They love to be in each other's presence. For you to be a lover of God, you must always be in, a ha- in his house. Coming to church is not a burden. If coming to church is a burden, it means you don't love God. It's just that you profess it in your heart you don't love him. There are people who are in love who can walk distances. And found so Ben Nantiafriakodiabene. Just to go and see his or her lover. So if they have to chase you, they have to call you all the time before you can come to church. It's a proof that your love for God level is low. Nobody will call you and chase you and say that your lover is a diabene and an opawakosrano. No. Praise the Lord. How many times now that Sunday say me So lover of God, you always want to be in the presence of God. Praise the Lord. Number two is that for you to assess revelation from the word of God, you must fear God. Fear of God. By the fear of God we mean a life of holiness. We mean being spiritual. You cannot live in sin and expect God to reveal secrets unto you. In Psalm 25 verses 14. Psalm 25 verses 14. The secret of the Lord is with them that fear him. And he will show them his covenant. Hallelujah. One of the things we believe God for and we are trusting God for is that every one of us, because of our holiness, we will make it to heaven. Hallelujah. Life on earth 
is very short. Life after death is forever. It is therefore important for you to position your life aright so that you can make it to heaven. I think last Sunday we were saying that some of us the kind of prayers we have been praying and attacking the devil. If you die and you go to hell, Praise the Lord. <laughs> so let's position ourselves well. Let conquerors members be people of integrity. Let us be people of solid character. That at our workplaces, when we ask about you, we will have a good testimony about you. Everyone who lives in sin cannot assess revelation from this book. So let's position ourselves in righteousness. Hallelujah. And lastly, how do we engage the armor of light? Let's write them one. Receive and believe it. Whatever God shows you in the word of God, believe it. He said, what I say to one, I say to all. So if God has said it to this one and it produced B results, when you believe it, the same results will also happen to you. Number two, let your mouth be full of the word of God. Speak it. Whatever God has shown to you in the way, speak it. You know, one good thing about the weapon of the word is that when you read Ephesians chapter 6 verses 13, it is the only weapon that is offensive and defensive at the same time. It is able to defend and it is able to also attack. So speak it. Let your mouth be full of the word. And then lastly, whatever God has shown you, Obey it. Practice it. It is not the knowledge of the word that will produce power. It is the obedience of the word that will produce power. I pray that God will engrace you to always practice his word in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Let's please be on our feet. You are here this month and you want Jesus.
in your life. Somebody here need to give his life to Jesus. Something might change in your life. You need that Jesus. I want to pray with you. You want to say Jesus will become your Lord and Savior. Lift up your right hand and I'll pray with you. You want to say I need Jesus. If I die today, I cannot make it to heaven. Because my life is not right. Lift your right hand and I'll pray with you. In somebody's life. Say Father. I thank you. That you died on the cross. For me. Today. I ask you. Come into my life. Become my Lord and Savior. From today. I will follow you and serve you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name. We trust that you have been blessed by the word of God. We would love to have you worship with us at Conquest Global Ministries. Kakradi, or call us on 0243-287-958 or 0246-111-278. You are blessed.